What's up, my peoples? In case you haven't noticed, Unapologetic Advice is a featured podcast on Podcast Republic. Listen on the Podcast Republic website or through the Podcast Republic Android app. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It is a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. Make sure to set Unapologetic Advice as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes with some great guests coming through. So remember to tune in through Podcast Republic online and download through Google Play on your Android device. So what's in your cup? 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 You said you wanted to talk about something. Oh, no, talking about the Azealia Banks Banks episode a while ago. (laughs) Oh, you saw it? I only saw like the the a bit of piece of it. What, no, I what saw happened? that shit. What I happened? Mean, MTV edited the fuck out of it though. Like it wasn't really like what I wanted to see. I I mean, not to suggest suggest that I'm a sadist, but it would have been cool to see her ass crying after all them whack ass jokes she was spurting out. She was tearing up though. She was like, I mean, you 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 live in a box though. That nigga said. <laughs> Who the f- First of all, though, that is funny because how the fuck do you have braces on your bottom of your teeth but not your tops? And then you got the metals. Yeah, your bottom is jacked. And then you got the metals. The metals is gone, but all you got is the plastic on your shit. He said, how you going to tell the dentist to, to put the braces on the bottom of your teeth, but they, they kept the metal but left you with the plastic? Oh, dumbass, bitch. <laughs> I think that's the part. That's like the, the part I saw. I didn't see nothing really before yeah. that. And uh, I mean, she not cute. I don't know why she's so devastated about the ugly jokes. Girl, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. You not the cutest girl in the world. Like you he not. did. He did. But he says that to everybody. He said that to everybody. But he did. I ain't gonna lie. That was the first time that I seen him come at somebody like that. Like on. But the she's show. a fucking troll. So what she expect? Right. And he his whole thing was he don't he like man I don't even really know her I don't know what she I didn't know what she did. Outside of trolling motherfuckers on Twitter. So he like, I thought she was going to come with it once she got on the show. And everybody was like, you know. She you turned a- into, I'll take my ball and go home ass bitch. She a keyboard terrorist. That's all. <laughs> it's real easy to think behind the keyboard versus on that, on the spot shit. She ain't got it. Like my boy Fatboy SSE say, you ain't got it. You don't have it. <laughs> That's what that was. She just was lost in the sauce, you know. Well, with that being said, welcome to an episode of Unapologetic Advice. I'm your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. You can hit us up at unapollopod at gmail.com. You can find me, Gemini, at Advice Gemini on Twitter. Where can they find you, Trilly? In Amsterdam. Trying to get high. Nah, but um... You can find me on, uh, and if I ain't in Amsterdam, you can catch me on Instagram at Cleveland, C-L-E-V-E-L-A-N-D underscore Trillberg, T-R-I-L-L-B-E-R-G. Yes, sir. And we also have an Instagram for our podcast, which is unapologetic dot advice underscore podcast you can just search unapologetic advice podcast and you can find us on instagram and we are always happy for our peoples to come and follow us so what you sipping on oh shit what you drinking i'm sipping on some tequila douce it was a tequila sunrise but of course my man's had to hit me with a shot of the douce on the side and me Unlike Trump, I like mixing shit. So I went on ahead and blended the drinks, and now I got tequila douce. Don't ask me how it's made. You have to ask Genesis about most of the ingredients. Genesis, you are already drunk. Gemini. Gemini. Yikes. (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. What I meant to say is from the genesis of the start of my evening here, I had a tequila sunrise being prepared for me. Now that I done hit the studio, the tequila sunrise done turned it to Duce sunrise. Yes, yeah, a Duce sunrise. So uh, we're going to see what this is hitting for in a second. 
Yeah, and I'm still drinking on my tequila sunrise, and uh, I see my man slip me a shot of Duce, so I'm going to wait till we get near uh, Drunken News to even try to do that, because, oh, that's not for me? All right. Oh, never mind. I ain't got no shot of Duce. I'm not part of the special people to get some Duce, I guess. So that's fine. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and slide into messy media. (laughs) Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish is getting her own Netflix special. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did. And I am extremely proud of that young lady. It's nice to see somebody as ghetto as her and as funny as her actually make it on to uh, Netflix and get her own special. Because I think a part of uh, becoming an adult is realizing just how not so funny Kevin Hart is and just how much funny Tiffany Haddish is. True, true life. And I know they got a movie together. I like... And I like Kevin Hart, nothing against him, but I haven't really particularly enjoyed a Kevin Hart stand-up in a long time. And I know that she went through all of the backlash with uh, What's Her Face because she didn't get the numbers she was supposed to get when she wanted her Netflix special. Who I'm Oh, uh, Monique? Yeah, about Monique. Yeah. Monique wanted to talk to her and all that. Look, let that girl get her money, man. Ain't, and look, ain't no advice you can give her. It's like, like how to, how to, you know, not, nothing against her, no shade whatsoever. But to how, Monique. To Monique. But how the fuck a bum gonna tell me about buying the house? If you ain't ever bought the house, you cannot tell me about how it's gonna close. You damn sure can't tell me about the appraisal situation. So that's just what it is. I'm proud of her. I'm glad we get to see her on there because she is actually funny. I like seeing her do her stand-up shit. Yeah, she's supposed to tape early of 2019. So I, I'll i be curious. I mean, I'm not the biggest Tiffany Haddish fan. I know, boo, boo to me, whatever. No, but I'm not cool. really. <laughs> she not for, honestly though, but she'll tell you, she's really not for everybody. Like she, she's in know. that show with Tracy Morgan. I think that that show is funny, but I don't think that it's necessarily just funny because of her. I think she's a good balance on the show to give that type of comic relief. But I mean, she's like just a new age chick from the uh what was it the steve harvey show the one with the the girl the steve harvey show right the girl that was the nah, receptionist she, she won on steve harvey show but i no, know i'm saying the girl she's she's like a she's like a reminder of that yeah girl. but that like girl, escalated she just had a she just had a funny ass ghetto voice and an air about her but she not really like that like tiffany haddish the role she take on is so close to her personality is ridiculous like her and her and uh the girl trip movie that's her type shit. I didn't even see. I, I didn't even see Girls Trip. But for me, I mean, Tiffany has just is a is a is a ghetto bro. I mean, she's just playing herself, which that's fine. Yeah. And like, I like that to gives see- another representation of a different type of woman instead of always being just the the Sanaa Lathans or or whatever. Like it gives a different type of woman. So it's. I mean, that's fine. It's just like I you mean, said, not for I'm everybody. I'm gonna be real with you. Tiffany Haddish getting a um, Netflix deal to me is the equivalent of a Samora getting a Netflix deal. That's the the uh the the equivalent of a Adele Givens getting a Netflix deal. I feel like people like those people carry the torch for the Tiffany Haddishes of the world right now. I feel like they didn't get they do they do process for a shine go when they had they they spot. And they all should have fucking specials. Really honestly, Queens of Comedy should be a reoccurring situation on Netflix right now. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they all funny as shit. In fact, to me, Samore and Adele Givens are funnier than Tiffany Haddish. But I like Tiffany Haddish though, because she reminds me of them. Yeah, I, I I agree. Like the the queens the queens of comedy would be a really cool thing to do nowadays and i think that they have quite a quite a few kind of it's a similar situation to what we were talking about with like nikki and the female rappers like we were talking about how they should do another ladies night you know remix basically and do what they did before and do it now like same thing with the queens of comedy i mean and they really could do one with the kings of comedy and just have younger people do it right but you know (laughs) in typical hollywood form we only can have one black funny ass woman that get yep. all of the deals. Same thing with the music. Same yeah. thing what we were talking we, about before. Yeah. We can have one black comedian. So right now, one black male comedian. For years, of course, you know, it started off with I think it started in the 80s with uh with Eddie Murphy. He set that tone. And then after Eddie Murphy. It's Chris Rock, right? You got well, yeah, I, honestly, though, I, I can't say that because Chris Rock in them era was fucking phenomenal because you had Chris Rock, you had Dave Chappelle, 
You had Tony Rock. But Dave Chappelle really like doing it as much as like like he wasn't that big yes. a name though. Like but I'm he gonna is tell now. you, though, Dave Chappelle was the guy that people would watch do his stand up, and they would go back and say, "Man, we gotta rewrite our shit." Because Dave Chappelle, shout out to my man Yusuf uh, Ali. Because Yusef is one of the rare comedians that would change up his stand-up every single... You would not see the same set from him every time he, st- he touches the stage. He's a rare, rare form like that. And he get that type shit from, like, Red Fox and all of them. Oh, None yeah, of them Foxes did they... Like, yeah. not, not, again, nothing against Kevin Hart, but if Kevin Hart did two shows in whatever city you in, if you go to both shows, you're going to get the same jokes. Dave Chappelle... You're gonna get a different set both times he come up there, and it's not guaranteed they both gonna be like roll over hilarious, but you get different shit. You know what I'm saying? Kind of so. like what's what's the what's the guy, the older man who be talking shit? He, uh, I can't remember what his name is. He does different sets on it too. Oh, shit, what is it? Damn, oh, older that? man. He's an older man now. He he always. Uh, Rooney, what's his name? Paul Rooney? Oh, Paul, Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney, sorry. Yeah, Paul I'm, Mooney apologies, is fucking Paul. hilarious, but you gotta understand, Paul Mooney is just a different kind of brilliant, though. Like, his stand-up is funny, but the fact, you know you a funny motherfucker when you can write for other comedians. Yeah. And he wrote a lot of shit for Richard Pryor. Like, he was very instrumental in his career. And before y'all crucify me, I'm not taking nothing away from Richard Pryor because he is truly the GOAT. But when Richard Pryor ever wanted to do skits, ever wanted to do a show, ever wanted to do a movie, he called up Paul Mooney. And that's just facts. Y'all can check that shit out. Y'all can Google it, whatever. But Paul Mooney is 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 truly a one of a kind. And you only get a few of those. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not a whole lot of those out there that do that. If he ever come live to your city. And if he come to your city. Yeah, Please I mean, I know I got to see him. Between people, you got people like him. You got people like, you know, rest in peace, Dick Gregory. Like guys like that, when they touch the mic, not only did you laugh your ass off, you learned something too. You know what I'm saying? About your history. You learned something about yourself if you're African-American. Rare rare people. Like, it, it's not, all, not a lot of nigga jokes, even though they got a healthy amount of them. But it's more of about I call it nigga empowerment jokes. That's that's how, that's what how I'ma look at that. My advice is this: is that we we're able to talk about the male comedians to this degree, and that's because we we are allowed in the space to have multiple male black comedians in the space, but. Just like you said, there there really typically isn't a whole lot of space allowed for the females, whether it's music or whether it's comedy. Like, and that I that's mean, a problem. Like, we should be able to say I'm these same real. types of things. It's plenty of space. The problem is, is that a lot of females who get hoisted up into that spotlight is made to believe that there can only be one. No, yeah, you right, know right, what I'm right, saying. Right. They so like, like right embrace now, it. I feel like I don't. You know, Tiffany Haddish is just doing what any other female uh, comedian or actress would do. This is her time to shine, so she gonna do as much shit she yeah, can. Yeah, she should do. not take the money. Like you are, you a damn fool if you think she shouldn't take the money and do what she. She literally is a comedian to be a comedian. Right. She ain't come out there being a the stripper or a dancer said, or something like that. She came out to do what she came here to do. She said, "Hey, I was homeless. Right. I was sleeping in my car. So with that type of mentality, of course you're gonna have a do for self type mentality, and that's the ones they look for." Cause, cause a lot of, cause if they all got together and said, hey, we gonna do this big ass tour. It's just gonna be us. We gonna get six females out here and we gonna hit the road and kill it. Oh man, it'd be, it'd be crazy. They did a Queens of Comedy. It wasn't as successful as the Kings of Comedy because it came second after. You know, no one really likes the sequel. But at the end of the day, they still was funny in a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And Samora killed it every time she stepped up. I love her. Adele Givens is, is fucking hilarious. No matter what you put her in. Hell, even some of the females that you see Tyler Perry recruiting, they is hilarious. A lot of them could do stand-up if they chose to. You get what I'm saying? But it's just, I don't know. It's just the whole... In the space we in right now, for some reason, they love one and shun others. And I don't understand that shit. I never will. But until everybody get together and sit together and say, hey, even the, act, the black actresses in Hollywood have started doing that. They've been doing it for a decade or two now. Like, look, 
we all gonna go out for this road. If one of us get it, we gonna applaud the one that got it, and we gonna celebrate her. It ain't gonna be no shade, it ain't gonna be no bullshit spoken and no interviews. We gonna big up that sister, cause when it's my time, they gonna do the same. But at the same time, we need more girls trips. We need more movies like that so you can see more women that's in that position that's killing it. We don't see enough of that anymore, so we got adjusted to the whole one. We got adjusted to that shit. Grab bag, grab bag, grab bag. <laughs> it's a crazy Asian, crazy, crazy, crazy rich, rich Asian. Well, what do we think about it? So my man, so, so people, so people, here's here's my man's has a grab bag. He asked us. Uh, what do we think about the Crazy Rich Asians uh, movie that is maybe just dropped not too long ago? Um, it's it's a secret sequel to what? No. I don't know. Hell no. Nah. Um, so what, <laughs> they what do we think rich. about that? So Joy you, Club Club was on some broke crazy Truly, what do you shit. think about the, Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen, seen the it, previews? but I'm familiar with it. I'm, seen I'm, the previews? I'm more than familiar with it. Uh, shout out to uh, Michelle Mio. Um, Cause she's a veteran And I'm Trilly is really into uh, Asian cinema So I've been following Michelle Mio Since shit Crouching Tiger Hit Dragon Um What's It's a It's a couple of flicks That I've seen her in That was That was fantastic But the Asian community Has always stuck together I mean They got a whole Situation over in Asia That's ridiculous They all big each other up When they all crack The surface of the United States With their films They all Big update shits. Shit, look at Rush Hour. Rush Hour was filled with a bunch of successful Asians in their own right. We all recognize Jackie Chan, but when you look at it and you start checking the IDB, I was IMDB, IMDB on a lot of those uh, actors and actresses in those films. Shit, they got extensive history and they really, really huge in their countries. We just, a lot of us are just not hip to them. So a movie like uh, Crazy Rich Asians is necessary because they rich as fuck over there. So it, it makes sense. I haven't seen the film yet, but it looked hilarious. So I, I am going to check it out. So IMDB is giving it a 7.7 7 out of 10. Um, and Rotten, Tomato- Rotten Tomatoes is giving 93%. And Google users are giving it 95%. So that's very good. Um, so... My take is a little different because I do think it's interesting that we take Asian culture a lot of times and try to Americanize it. And and in this movie it's take it's it's providing a relatability for Americans to have with people who are of Asian descent. So like, oh, like, you know, this this basically regular schmegular girl is dating this guy, finds out that he's actually super duper rich and now has to get approval from their from his parents when I don't know about I don't we'd have to have someone of Asian descent on our show to to dive deeper into that in my opinion. But to me it just makes it a American like feel like it could yeah. be any of us, right? Because we looks, just it's it just like, that's what it is. It looks like the Asian. Their culture is not really like that necessarily, right. though. But it, it looked like the Asian version of Clueless. Have you ever seen Clueless? That's she, what it looked like to me. She did it. She did it. I can't. Remember. It's been so long. I can't. Remember. Well, in, in Clueless, it was a bunch was of it. rich kids. They yeah. all went to the same high school. They all kicked. She. It. This girl in this movie isn't a super rich kid though. Yeah, but she like the only one that isn't rich. Like the the, the girl. That's dating a guy. The guy is uber rich, and he got a bunch of friends that's rich, and they all just. But got she didn't rich. know that until she went to his wedding, exactly. to the wedding with him, and she's like, "Oh shit, you're like super duper rich." Right. So I haven't seen it. I have, I don't have a huge insight on it, but that's just what I took from it. I'm like, damn, is this like the Asian clueless? I'm like, it was. It looked dope to me though. So people, if y'all seen it, write in unapollopod at gmail.com and let us know what you guys think about that because. You know, especially if you are someone who knows more about, you know, Asian culture, if you think that it's Americanized or if you think that this is like a realistic movie and you, you like it. And I mean, you can like it even if you agree or disagree with that regardless. But I would love to hear what you guys have to say about that. But with that being said, we talk about rich Asians. We're going to go ahead and hop into why rappers are giving away money on the cash app and complex Sean Sataro, I didn't slaughter his name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he asked Lil B. Did you hear about that? Have you I, heard about that recently? Like in the shade room, some old drop. Like like even uh, Takashi 
your boy Takashi. Skittle kid. <laughs> Even he said, like, you know, I'm giving away whatever out of Cash App. Have you heard anything about that? I've heard. I mean, that's honestly that ain't nothing but a new a new wave of promotion. Because at the end of the day, I never hear the exact dollar amount that they giving away. They never say, oh, I'm going to give away 30000 a day. I'm going to give away 20000 Otherwise, we giving away money. The only person I've seen that I do know that did put down that they were giving away money is Nikki. Nikki gave people money for college. And she was like, if you tell me what school you went to, I'm going to give this much, this much, this much. And then the, per- the person came back and was like, no, she really did give me some money. So that's the only person yeah. I've heard where the actual dollar amount. Yeah, that's just to me. That's just the new, the new promo, because it's a lot of broke bitches on Instagram that got their <laughs> Cash App uh, names and they and they bios and all that kind of shit. And everybody wants some money. They tired of asking niggas for forty dollars and all that old bullshit. So now the celebrities are just getting in on it, and it's just free promo. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Twenty One Savage giving away money today. So everybody gonna rush to Twenty One Savage's page. They gonna run up the comments with their Cash App names. And it ain't doing nothing but running up their pill on that particular site. And it's just like, that's cool, whatever. But I don't give a fuck about that shit. Won't y'all really do something worthwhile with some of that bread? You know? So, so according that's to the other part. So according to this article, like when they asked Lil B, like, hey, I saw you were giving away. Did you ever use Cash App before? And he was like, well, not really, but... Um, a gentleman reached out to me from Cash App and was like, hey, I want to do business with you or whatever. Like, hey, let me know if you're interested. And he's like, hell yeah, I'm interested. So basically when people are like, oh, Cash App me, it's a partnership. They're probably getting something off the top, obviously. The amount of downloads reflect really good on their app. And they're getting your data every single time you sign up for something such as your banking information, such as your name, such as your address, all that shit. So when he's like, oh, I'm giving away $100, like he might be getting, you know, not according to this, this this article doesn't say how much, but I'm just saying like he could be getting 25% of that. They're taking your data and selling it. You never know. Right. So, yeah, you guys are like, oh, they're giving away money. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I've, is it really? You're giving I've something up. I've never been a fan of the free lunch. I don't, that shit, ain't not, it never appealed to me. And I'm not about to be on somebody. You know, I like somebody to buy my yeah, lunch. Yeah, I know. But, Figuratively speaking. <laughs> but I don't do cash app. I don't, I mean, I do cash app. You know, that's, like I said, Trilly does a lot of film work. I need you to like physically that. take me somewhere and buy me lunch. Don't cash app me shit. I want actual food in my belly. <laughs> you already know where Gemini stand on this shit. But um, all I'm saying is is that that free lunch shit, beware of that bullshit. Because right now, hackers are at work. And here y'all come throwing y'all cash app names out there. It's not quite in the um, realm of motherfucking PayPal, which is easy, easy to be hacked these days. But trust me, the hackers is going to figure this shit out. So all, you, all of you all that's flocking to these... Uh, Rappers and whomever the fuck that act like they got some money on Instagram and different uh, social media talking about, hey, I'm giving away money, come to my page. I'm even seeing local artists do that shit. That shit is hilarious to me. Take that fucking money and do something worthwhile. That's all I'm going to say on that. A quality video. So when we talk about giving money away, we're going we gonna to touch on this for all the 30 seconds. Uh, we're going to talk about Peppa's booty, and then we're going to segue into Serena, and we're going to be done with Messy Media. So, right. did you see, yeah, we're talking about cash, we talking about ass. So from the cash to the ass, Peppa got that ass done trying to look like a, a Kardashian. Did you see that? She looked weird as fuck. She looked like, uh, she got two turtle shells yeah, stuck, stuck up her ass. <laughs> the shit don't, the ass to thigh ratio was way the fuck off. We're not food. This is not the spicy pepper that I remember from the 80s. We're not trying to push it anymore. According to the shade room, they got her in these red pants yeah. walking. She got these red just... ass pants on, and it's fucked up because the pants got her ass looking like two tennis balls stuck onto two. Matter of fact, no, it looked like conjoined twin golf balls stuck on two different tees, and I'm missing my club to smack them shits out of here because them shits is terrible. I don't know what the fuck going Talking on. About squat game on point. Squat game. Bye, bye, shade room. Um, so then from there, when we talk about fake booty, let's talk about real booty. So last thing we're gonna talk about messy media is Serena's cat suit is banned. Did you hear about that? Which is stupid. Like 
It don't matter. Listen, she can come out in that motherfucker with a with a motherfucking Quaker outfit on. She's still gonna beat everybody ass that come out there to face off with her. So ain't no fucking cat suit. Listen, nothing is gonna distract us from Serena whooping ass at any tennis open that she she's gonna be at. So a cat suit is not that distracting. The fact that she beat y'all ass is what's gonna be distracting us, okay? She can come out in that motherfucker wearing a paper bag and some sneakers. It's not going to descend the back and have a big ass swoosh on it. We don't give a fuck what she got on. We just gonna be happy to see you whooping y'all ass and getting that paper. So it don't matter what that girl wear. Y'all can tell us that she need to wear a blindfold. She gonna have a blindfold on beating ass, okay? That's just it. It's not gonna stop anything. Stop hating on Serena. Leave it alone. According to NPR, uh, Laurel Wamsley, uh, it's t- titled One Must Respect the Game French Open banned Serena Williams' catsuit uh, because they said that her outfit is apparently to be subject to a dress code because her sleek outfit is out. And Serena had said, I feel like a warrior in it. From Wakanda, maybe. Referring to the Black Panther, I've always wanted to be a superhero, and it's kind of my way of being a superhero. So I guess they- yeah, they pissed, but at the same time, you know, Kornikova and all of the, the the white women they love putting on magazines. They be wearing the shortest tennis skirts ever, to the point that when they bend over, you can see the panties and all that kind of shit that they got on. Nobody cares about that. Only thing they care about is this voluptuous black Amazonian woman that's out there beating everybody ass. And that's it. Y'all just want to piss her off thinking that's going to throw her off her game. Don't listen. Don't wake the sleeping giant. She be giving hoes a chance to try to come back sometimes. Now y'all just about to have her out there dominating everybody because she can't even wear what she want to wear. Yeah, hoes get pummeled out there against off white or cream um so they're you know apparently according to this article it says that forbes says that serena is the top earning female athlete in the world and has won the french open three times so and the williams open that's that's the william open that ain't even the french open no more that's the compton open shit she run that shit it's over with leave it alone I, I hope she come in another cat suit despite y'all motherfuckers. Walk through the crowd with the cat suit on and then go in the back and change clothes. Just to shit on y'all again. Cause she gonna do it regardless, no matter what you know what? They might as well take her tennis racket away and just let her play handball with them bitches. Because maybe they will actually give them a chance to fucking win something. Because the William Open, the Williams Open has been what it's been for the last three years. She need to play handball with them hoes. Fuck it. She Latin now. Fuck it. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that that's my advice, too, is, like, you know, y'all just be trying to do distractions from her. I mean, she just dropped a whole ass baby, but whatever. Serena, keep doing your thing. I, I don't know what to tell you. They're just going to keep trying to figure out ways to try to deter you, especially when you shout out what kind of thing like that shit. 40 love on you bitches. 40, 40 love. We are going to go ahead and hop into the People's Corner. So this People's Corner was not a write-in. It was a talk-in. Okay. Uh, recently got into a rideshare provider. And the rideshare provider, because I don't want to say the name, because they don't sponsor us, but one of y'all would be more than, more than, we'd be more than happy to have one of y'all sponsor us. I'm saying. All right, we can get around this motherfucker for free. Or at least discounted. Uh, but they said that there is a new hustle going on from some of the drivers where they put fake puke in their cars. So then you get charged like $150 and they take a picture and say, oh, this person puked in my car. Now you got to pay that shit. And how can you prove that you didn't? That's a hustle. And then the other hustle was um, they'll they'll stop like they'll take your 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 ride for somewhere that's cost maybe like $3 and then they'll cancel and say like it was a bad ride so they get a credit of $5 so then they actually made $2 so people that's a hustle and the last hustle we'll talk about is people getting in the car and they'll be like oh can you slide over here and stop so I can go pick this up real quick like making multiple stops like it's a personal car so so what's your advice on those three things you got the fake puke you got the stopping whenever you want to. 
and you got the uh, people trying to get a $2 credit on every ride. I'm not mad at that at all. The $2 holler? Get the $2 hollers, my, my people. Get all of the fake throw up. Shit, fuck it. See what you can get for niggas egg in your car. I don't give a fuck. Get all the money you can get because they are making a shitload off of you uh, people that are driving right now. So You wouldn't be mad if they charge. No, they charge you for the $150 as the rider. Like they say, you puked in their car. So now you got to pay them not only the fare, but then an additional $150 for them to clean it up. So well, not, not the ride share provider. Yo black on, ass got to pay the it's $150. On you to deba- it's on you to dispute that shit. Get in that motherfucker and be sober. Don't be in that bitch drunk to where you can't remember whether you threw up or not. That's the only way it's gonna work. But even if they didn't, they're like, but I'm not drunk. They're like, but they had a picture that there's puke in their car. Well, they lying. <laughs> and, and if they, if y'all think I'm about to pay this shit, y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> that's so, it. That's the situation. Like, and they're making people pay. I mean, you, shit. how do you prove that? Easily. I didn't do it. Fuck y'all. I'm gonna go with the other company. <laughs> My advice is make sure y'all taking pictures I mean, of your stuff, like for real. Like take pictures of, of whatever, wherever you're at, especially if they seem sketchy. Make sure you do that because there's a hustle going on with that. It's a hustle with that. It's a hustle with drivers for a certain company that's uh, picking up food. They're supposed to be delivering and canceling the order in the middle of the food just so they can keep the food. All types of shit going what? on. What? Yeah, that's another hustle that I've been hearing about from. Uh, a, a certain uh, ride share provider ride share provider company that delivers food uh, basically you go you pick up the food you say hey they canceled the order and you get the food or you can take the food and deliver it to a friend house and then they say hey we never got it so then they got to put the order right back in but you got some free motherfucking food so that's another hustle that i hear going on and it's a very lucrative one because if you go in and pick it up from a certain place and you text somebody and say, hey, man, I, I, I got, I got uh, some, some goddamn Kobe steaks from such and such. These bitches is on flame. What's up? They, the order is really $150. But shit, I'm going to slide. Hey, go ahead and slide me 30 for this bitch. I'm still going to get paid either way. It's fucked up, but it's happening. So everybody, it's a hustle for everything. But... I definitely don't think that people should be having to pay for fake throw up. So if you in the back of a car, you better take a you better take heli selfies. So as soon as they say, hey, uh, what's what you we have proof that you threw up in the car. No, you don't, motherfucker, because look, these are the pictures of me on Instagram right here, where I didn't throw up, where I was with my friend, and I look damn good in this picture too. So there's no way I threw up and I was dead sober. Fuck you, fuck the driver. Fuck everybody. I'll switch a company. And the last one was um, people stopping. So I'm going to go ahead and start with this one. If you get a rideshare provider and you're like, oh, well, like, let me stop at the store. Oh, let me stop at my cousin's house so I can pick something up. This is not a black car. This, it's, it's not. Unless you get the black car, you get a personal driver. A rideshare provider is not a personal driver. They are a service to take you from the place they said they were going to pick you up and drop you off. That does not mean a corner store and everywhere else. Have some class. I'm going to tell you, my daughter do that shit. My daughter be at Chipotle. She be hitting Chick-fil-A. She go wherever the fuck she want to go on her way to her destination. And she be like, yeah, I'm going to stop here. But actually, I think you're supposed to outline that in the pickup that you're going to make those stops. And I believe she do that. I don't think she do that. Yeah, she definitely does that because she like, well, you know, Daddy, I'm hungry. I'm going to go stop at the such and such and get something to eat. Um, I'm going to tell them to tell, take me there. I'm like, shit, tell them shit. Yo, we could have went earlier, but your ass wanted to call the, the, the ride share people. So go ahead and waste your goddamn money because your daddy, you could have put gas in his car and I'd have got you there. But that's your business. So if you don't outline that shit in your car, you, my friend, are ghetto as fuck and don't nobody want to pick you up. Stay home. Get a car. Fuck you. Right. And you as a writer actually have a rating. So if your right. rating is bad, they don't, sometimes they'll be like, I'm not taking that person. Right. No, fuck her. I'm passing her. Well, him. He always want to go to the damn gas station and get shells. Canceling that motherfucker. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and hop into what in the. So we got two options. We can talk about people $40 in the death 
Or we can talk about Al Sharpton. <laughs> Let's talk about Al. All right. So, lately, Al Sharpton has been in the social media news doing the most. In the past couple years, he's been taking selfies with his chest out, track suits on, doing the lot. Recently, he's been out there dancing to Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. He done lost weight lost his motherfucking mind. Jigging. Out there dancing. Um, out so there he, looking like a well-dressed cancer patient. Skinny as fuck. He big tripping, jigging out there. So what do you think? Do you think that this is like... Do you think this is inappropriate? You just do you think it's okay for him to just do his I mean, thing? What but you think? You gotta ask yourself what's appropriate and inappropriate with an Al Sharpton. If the pot, if we was on a podcast and I smacked you, he'd be marching tomorrow. Because if we got you know a million plus two Michael Jackson, yeah, we got a million plus followers. Jim and I complaining about our co-host beating her ass on the air. He gonna be marching tomorrow. We gotta save our Gemini's. Everybody has a Gemini in their city. And in their city, their Gemini should be protected at all costs. Selfie, 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 dance move. We need to make sure that they're okay. Another selfie. We're gonna make sure that we keep them safe. It is just not right. Selfie. So you think he's evolving with the... So you think he's evolving with the times? I mean, I guess I never really thought about him really trying to evolve with the times, but I guess in some ways, I guess he is. That man on Tinder right now, I'm trying to get him a Tinder. Al Sharpton. From that Betty and that Agnes, or nah, from Ashley he and... No, nah, he want a Beverly. He or want, Olivia. He want a 40-plus something, so he can show off his sexy-ass, skinny chest hair. He tripping. That dude looks skinny as hell. I, I remember, hey, I remember Fat Al. Fat Al from the 80s and early 90s. Fat Al from Malcolm X movie. That's the Al Sharpton I know. I don't know this fit and too legit to quit ass Al Sharpton that we got right now. Too legit to quit. That be dancing and shit, taking weird ass selfies. I don't know that guy. It is weird. It's like some. It's it's kind of like Granddad from the Boondocks. That's what I think about. Damn Granddad. You know when he was up there just taking the pictures, trying to be online and stuff like. That's what I think of But my advice for this Is that I, I mean I, I never really thought Until this very moment That maybe he's just Changing with the times And trying to be relevant So Do you think Yeah that's all he's ever been Trying to do Is remain relevant I think he's done Some great things For black culture But at the same time I know opportunists When I see one That man lost weight I ain't Listen When you lose weight You get lighter on your feet You're able to march A little longer You're able to speak A little longer I can't tell you the last time I heard about Al Sharpton marching about police brutality or whatever. You know, he was the guy that was always on speed dial. We gonna call the, uh, the whomever the fuck that handle shit like that, and then we gonna call Al and see what he think about it. But nine times out of ten, you ain't have to call Al. Al called you. You alright, Gemini? Trilly beat your ass, right? Is he white? We can't see him. I'd be like, no, nah, you got a messed up. I beat Trilly ass. <laughs> Here she go, not going along with, with the narrative of the example, but it's cool. No, you're, you're right. He would be all like women's rights and, you know, all that. So, I, I, I like I said, I never thought about it until you just brought that up. Like, he's just changing with the times. I mean, I was really just judging him, thinking about somebody great, great, great granddad up there jigging. He done went from track suits to suits. That's just what it is. He gonna see him with one. He gonna be with Pepper from Salt and Pepper soon up there. He gonna be a fake ass and a skinny ass. They gonna be standing next to each other, looking like the number ten. I still love you. Love you. Love you. ahead and getting into drunken news drunken news is our segment where we talk about what's going on in the world today and normally by this time we are super duper drunk and i think that do say is uh getting you you, you, yeah, oh, your no, eyes still, low. you I'm good st- i'm still here i'm rocking in the free world right now so first we're gonna start off with this golf course brawl Did you hear about that hell no talk about it so according to abc news Plymouth, Massachusetts, from the Associated Press. 
a man bit off another man's finger during a fight at a Massachusetts golf course. Oh, I did hear about that. A uh, 47-year-old man was arrested at the Southers Marsh Golf Club in Plymouth Friday after he got in a fight with another golfer and bit a part of his thumb. Uh, the victim's thumb was bitten off to the knuckle. Damn! Shit! Uh, the incident happened around the sunset. Back to the ball. Huh? It happened around sunset. The attacker was arrested and charged with mayhem. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Them niggas purging on the golf course. <laughs> I, my thing is, like, that's an actual charge? Mayhem? Hell yeah. I almost got that. arrested for that. Yeah, for yeah. mayhem? Yeah. All I can think about is that insurance dude. I'm no, mayhem. Basically, with mayhem, is basically you're causing... Um, a major disturbance in a public place where a lot of people are. So he didn't get assault. He literally bit off to the knuckle. They, and they landed on mayhem. Yeah, they That's because they were in Massachusetts. Right. The laws might be a little different. But I almost got hit with the mayhem charge. I, you thought I was on Grand Theft or some shit. <laughs> but I'm just tripping, though. What the fuck was that argument about? Like, On a bitch, golf club, you are course. not. What the fuck you mean, you three holes under par? I'm going to beat your ass for lying. Like, how did you even get close enough to somebody's hand to just bite off to the knuckle? He must have had his finger in his face. He said, mulligan, give me a mulligan. He like, nope. I bet he put his hand up there like, I'm not talking to you right now. <laughs> Fuck you. You about to get this nine iron up your ass talking to me. Matter of fact, fuck your thumb. You won't be grabbing shit for a while. Ah. <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of people, they, they bet per hole and shit, too. And that's the other thing. That must have been like two or three hundred a hole type shit. And they was like, man, you ass betting. You ain't got the bread. Fuck around and get killed around here, according to Fox News' uh, article by Chris Irvine, where an Instagram fitness model was killed, moped rider while drunk and high before fleeing. Did you hear about that? No. So an Instagram fitness model was driving drunk when she struck a 31-year-old dad riding a moped, and then she fled the scene. So the lady's name is Katie Summer. She's 28. Damn, she got two kids. She's from Richland, Washington. Um, she's known on, damn, they gave her social media, too. She's at Lose It Con Katie. She must have been popping. I guess. Uh, her bail is set at half a million because... They have probable cause. <laughs> they have. Uh, they found probable cause to hold her on suspicion of vehicular homicide. Suspicion? She ran the motherfucker down. She's accused of Fuck hitting. Fuck that! She did it. Allegedly, she almost killed him. She killed the nigga, right? She is accused of hitting Lionel. Oh, Finish him. Baruda. There we go. <laughs> of Kenick. Baruto Kenick Baruta Baruta B-I-R-R-U-E-T-A Baruta 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 Listen, just know that Jim and I never did the attendance in classrooms <laughs> I'd be like one, two, three, four There's 16 of y'all, right? Okay Beef? Um, <laughs> um, the court documents allege Summers briefly stopped and got in her Toyota Tundra pickup truck and then she did not, uh, witnesses claim she did not identify herself. She tried to call or help, tried to call 911 or help instead. They said she hit him and got back in her car and drove off. Damn. The police found her shortly after the accident in the parking lot of a nearby grocery store, less than half a block from the incident. And then when they found her, she admitted to driving the truck. They said they could smell alcohol and burned marijuana on her. She, uh, she, she admitted uh, to drinking alcohol and smoking marijuana before the crash, according to court documents. Isn't it ironic that a fitness person ran a motherfucker down but couldn't figure out a way to work it out? Perfect. So she Kept once going. weighed 215 pounds, which is how she gained her weight of fame because she chronicled her quest to lose 98 pounds after the birth of her second child. Um, since then, she's been deleted. Uh, she was a personal trainer and a wellness coach. 
the, now she's about to be in prison. We're going to chronicle her stay there, trying not to become someone's pussy hand puppet. If you guys are interested in helping the victim, there is a GoFundMe set up. They've raised uh, more than $1,700 to help pay for the funeral costs. So if you guys are interested in that, uh, the victim's name is Leo, L-E-O, last name Baruta, B-I-R-R-U-E-T-A, and they have a GoFundMe, but that's fucked up. GoFundMe is for the victim? Yes. Okay. It's for a funeral cost. Okay, so is we going to do a GoFundMe for the workout bitch to drive the tundra? Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> Talking about she alleged. They killed me with that allegedly. We arrested her ass for allegedly being drunk and high and running them I guess since they haven't actually prosecuted her, I guess they have to say allegedly. They can't actually say that she is the person, I suppose. Um, speaking about, you know, her since she was a, a mother, we're going to segue into Child Services investigates mother for her letting her eight-year-old daughter walk alone, Julia Jacobo and Kelly McCarthy from ABC News Damn. Report. Did you hear about that? Uh-uh. So the eight-year-old daughter was walking the family dog around the block alone. My shadow's only one that walks beside me. <laughs> so a caller, so a concerned caller reported on the hotline that the child was five years old or less. The caller stated that broken dreams. The caller also stated that he or she had called the police in the past to report the girl playing in a parking lot. Damn. Um they said the girl they called the hotline saying a little girl walking her dog needs to be investigated. Damn. And then the people who the the mom said, I don't think that that's something that should have been investigated. Like she's she's just a kid walking her dog. So so the mom homeschools her kids. So basically what happened is the mom homeschools the kids, the fucking neighbors tired of the fucking little kid, probably hates the fucking family, was like, look, we gonna call on this bitch today. Probably don't know how old the kids are because they don't talk to them. Call the uh, cops on them, which this is ironic that it's a, it's, it's a white family. This little girl. She don't look eight, though. She do look five. My shadow's only one that walks beside me. Sometimes I walk alone. She does look, like, really young, though. But she do. She looks like a baby. Like, it don't make... First of all, I just had... This this is kind of in relation to um, a, a conversation I just had this morning about somebody leaving their child with somebody that was 10 years old and it's like they 10 years old okay there's no law in the land that states that a 10 year old should be really in anybody's house by themselves and this kid is out here she walking the dog out here looking like mary sunshine you know what i'm saying like all it takes for somebody in the damn van to pull up snatch her little ass up and then mama gonna be on TV talking about some. Okay, she's only eight. She's a sweet child. So here's the thing. There's this new thing called free range parenting. We briefly talked about this a long time ago. I think this is one of our uh, unreleased contents. But there's free range parenting where like the parents will be like, okay, kids, just you're mini adults go be mini adults and they can go walk to the playground basically take care of themselves and that's okay because they just trust their kids so this is opening up that argument that's the significance in this what do you think about free range parents look it ain't the free range kids i'm worried about it's the free range pedophiles and kidnappers and people that's drinking blood and doing all kind of weird ass sacrifices that involves chips you know children and shit um, you know the Illuminati is at work and the babies are the ones they go after so right now we're at a point in time where keeping the eye on your child is pivotal so all of this old free range bullshit that they talking y'all better be some nosy ass parents and making sure y'all know where y'all babies are at all times now if that kid gets old enough to where they can move around they know the streets they, they got GPS on their phone they know where they are majority of the time that's a conversation but right now is not the time to be doing no free range anything 
because shit always tends to go wrong when we talking about children. They don't make the best decisions in most in most situations they're placed in. So, yeah, I see y'all later. No, first of all, it, it could be a group of five or six. If it's not an adult or someone 17 or older around them, I don't trust that shit. That's just me. Looking into this free-range parenting, so if that's the case where the kid's able to walk to travel to school alone and walk in their neighborhood alone, I guess it's on the parents. I don't know. That's some new age shit. I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> that's some new age shit. I don't. I don't really know. But I mean, for them to call the cops on the girl walking the damn dog, it's not like she was just sitting on the ground on the sidewalk with her legs crossed, just sitting there. I mean, I guess I'd be more concerned if she had that or a damn sign. I mean, sitting there talking about I'm homeless, feed me. Kids walk dogs all the time, but you know, that kid look. I I would have been concerned because that kid looks very very little. Eight or nine, she looks like she about five, four or five. Like she looks very very little, minus the outfit, the Mary Sunshine ass outfit she got on. I definitely would have thought that she was much younger than what she's saying she is. That's just me. So we can we can do we can either talk about. Kyrie being a Native American, we could talk about uh, Trump, or we could talk about white women modeling black girl magic shirts. White women modeling black magic shirts. <laughs> For 100 hours. For 100 hours. For 100 hours. So according to the Daily Mail, uh, Carly Stern, uh, the quotation is, Hoping someone got fired for this, Twitter uses Slam Online Retailer for using white women to model shirts that say things like unapologetically black, and I'm a strong black woman, and melanin and Moscato, and angry black woman. I don't know who the fuck is wearing that. Danger. Educated black woman. I thought that said an I. I'm like, what? Uh, and then like a black girl magic shirt with like a little uh, crown on top. So, Zazzle is under fire for lack of diversity in models uh, because Twitter points out that these t-shirts are being worn by white women and they're very race-specific quotes. Um, The site is being criticized for the sayings like Black Girl Magic. What does it say? I am a strong black woman. I cannot be intimidated and I'm not going anywhere by Maxine Waters is literally what the shirt says. Listen here. (laughs) Black is gorgeous and beautiful. Bottom line is this. I know a lot of black models that's out of work right now. You mean to tell me y'all couldn't find no black models to model these shits? Like, how weird is that? You got Katie modeling a shirt that Shatika should have on. I'm just not feeling this shit. Like, you smiling, talking about some angry black woman. Man, I beat the fuck out of y'all for doing that dumb ass shit. Didn't y'all get enough, didn't H&M catch enough backlash for misrepresenting us in, in modeling or whatever? First we had Monkey Boy, now we got white women modeling shit that black women should be wearing. Now, if that's what the company direction want to take it, then so be it. But at the end of the day, who are they marketing the shirts to? They definitely not marketing to other white women. So it's only it's only fair. Yeah, oh man, they, oh God, wait a, wait a minute. Hold on, you got Lawrence of Arabia modeling proud black man t-shirts. Extraordinary black man. Unapologetically black with white man wearing them. You know how I feel about them having apologetic even in the title, which pisses me off. But y'all, I'm dead, okay? Call the, call the funeral service, get my coffin, pull it around back. I'm dead, it's over with. There's nothing else I can say about this shit. If y'all gonna go for this shit, that's on y'all, but just know that I won't be purchasing no angry black. First of all, this, the quotes they got on there are corny. They got a bunch of corny ass quotes on there, and I'm, I don't know too many black people that really will be fucking with it wholeheartedly. Melanin and coconut oil and hips and magic. Yeah. Like what the hell? Culture appropriation at its best. So my advice is this: get that shit off your site. Or at least have black people model it. But this is this is confused marketing because I don't even know who you're marketing to. Like I don't. Are you asking white people to wear shit like this? Are you asking black people to wear? I don't even. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like this is a marketing fail. Yeah, that shit is failure. I don't even want to give it any more light than we already have. 
But I just wanted to say my piece on that shit. That's some bullshit. So we can do maybe squeezing one more. And if you want to. One more thing. Zazzle is a place where we order business cards and everything from. Uh, y'all just lost my business. Have fun. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? With that, we're just going to go ahead and segue it to Protect Your Energy. Protect Your Energy is our segment where we provide a quote and then we provide some details of how you can protect your energy. So this quote I got from Instagram, Humblest Vibes, says, everyone shouldn't touch you. Y'all go and learn. Stop allowing all these spirits lay hands on you. Some ain't praying, they're praying, planting and seducing. So basically, when someone touches you or something touches you, it's energy transfer. Like we say, protect your energy. So be careful of who you let in your space. Space is a state of mind, but it can also be physical space too. So my advice on that is don't let people fucking touch you. Don't be letting people touch you. You have a bubble. You have personal space. Use that. Please. And also, protect what you allow into your earlobes. Because a lot of us are getting a lot of unnecessary, negative-ass conversation that we choose to entertain. A lot of your energy has to do with what you will allow in it. Okay? So, just understand that if you're sitting there and you listening to a bunch of negative conversation... You are absorbing that energy into your spirit. And that shit will not sit well with you in the long run. Um, Trilly gonna go off the deep end a little bit. A lot of you all also are still out here having sex raw with, with men and women. And y'all on some, I, you know, a lot of y'all are like, well, I only had sex with five guys, right? Them five guys probably done screwed 75 women each, okay? You got a whole smorgasbord of spirits floating around around you that you don't even know about. So protecting your energy, you have to include that as well with who you date, who you choose to mate with, have sex with, and what conversations you uh, choose to listen to. Not to mention the music. If you listening to music with some screaming ass, hating ass shit going on, you know that shit is gonna get absorbed into your, into your space. It's gonna be in your mind. There's no way around it. Music is very powerful, so it's conversation. So it's reading negative shit. So sometimes to get to really protect your energy, you have to stay away from the headlines. You have to stop listening to certain people that you know are going through things. Because sometimes we have to mentally prepare ourselves to even be the ear to a lot of that negative type shit. So be very, very careful with who you allow to talk to you about certain things and watch who you sleep with these days because all of those things will pretty much mess up whatever positive wave that you might be floating on right now. Yeah, I don't have nothing else to add to that except uh, this has been another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at our email address at unapollopod at gmail.com. We got Instagram, Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I have a Twitter, at Advice Gemini. Hit us up. Where can they find you, Trilly? You guys can find me on Instagram, Cleveland, C-L-E-V-E-L-A-N-D underscore Trillberg, T-R-I-L-L-B-E-R-G. The Smoking Section is another show that I'm putting together coming soon. Um, and I have my hands in a few different projects that I will be announcing um, in the next couple of weeks coming up. And we also wanted to give a special shout out to some countries that have been really listening in so we like to shout out the netherlands and yes. australia and yes. canada india austria mexico and slovakia keep on rocking in the free world y'all tell everybody in your particular continent and your space and wherever you occupy in the world they need to get on this apologetic shit with us of course, shout out to the United States. Y'all keep rocking with us, but we're very, very happy to hear this is some international listeners as well. So once again, y'all got questions, comments for the People's Corner. Hit us up at social media or through our email. Love y'all. And I also will be letting you guys know about the unapologetic cash app that we'll be putting together because shit, fuck it. If everybody else is getting some money, why can't the podcast get some money? So be on the lookout for that as well. We will be putting that together very, very soon. Send anywhere from 5 to $20. 
Gotta get this to your particular <laughs> continent. <laughs> we'll have some unreleased content pretty soon too that you guys can buy. And if you just wanna also donate because this is definitely crowdfunded uh, podcasts. You know, we put our own money up and you know anything you guys do with donations is something that we can use to make our sound better add effects you know maybe go start touring and stuff soon that'd be fun too so just depends on what y'all want to do of course hit us up let us know what y'all want to see us do all right well y'all have a good one yeah i'm trilly st Clair. And this is Gemini, and this is another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. All right, y'all, peace. Bye. I was like confused, like, what did he want me to do? Is there something I was missing? Sorry, I was like confused. Okay. I didn't know if there was something else like happening. I'm like, okay, maybe something else is going on. I didn't know if there was something else he had to add. Shit, I've been drinking too. Shit. I've been drinking too. I gotta pee. Do you, oh, you got to pee? I'm like, please close it out. I got to piss. <laughs> I think this one.